Art is very spiritual, especially the classical dance and music. You know, it's very spiritual. I feel we should be more broad-minded. There should be very good competition between us and uh, the, the open-mindedness to learn uh, many things from others. Welcome to Indian Artpreneur. I'm your host Sushma Udupa. We all know that almost every dance student undergoes some kind of dilemma. For some, it could be whether to take dance exams or not, or whether to go for certification or pursue a full-time master's degree in dance, or sometimes the purpose of the dance itself. We feel that in order to gain victory against the odds, together with gaining knowledge, having a clarity about our pursuit is the most important step. To answer these questions, we approached Dr. Chaitana Radhakrishna, who is a Bharatanatyam dancer, choreographer, a postgraduate in Sanskrit and a research scholar. She is also a faculty for Bharatanatyam at the KSGH University in Mysore. In the year 1995, she started the Gurudev Academy of Fine Arts in Mandya, where the students not only learn to dance but also learn to teach, sing and the Natuangam. So let's talk to Dr. Chaitana. Hello Dr. Chaitana, welcome to Indian Artpreneur. Thank you. It's, uh, it's my pleasure to be with you. What is the basic difference between certification in dance and obtaining master's degree in performing arts? Uh, actually, you know, we didn't have any certification or any, any type of exams before. We, uh, we had all uh, Gurukul uh, kind of uh, practice. But uh, recently, we have started with the courses in the university and the uh, SSLC board in, the, in Karnataka is conducting uh, junior, senior with, with exams and many, uh, many colleges are giving diploma in uh, dance. Uh, but still, you know, these, this kind of uh, music or dance should be practiced from one particular guru uh, to be perfect with the art form. Uh, though for the certificate students go to the institutional uh, kind of training, uh, I think uh, the better one is the Gurukul kind of uh, training. But, only, but nowadays, you know, it's so competitive. We have to get the jobs with the certificates. So the certificates are inevitable. And that is why students are opting for the institutional uh, training. But still, they are under the guidance of an eminent guru. They will be under the guidance of an eminent guru. Being uh, under, a, mm-hmm. under a guru, they, could, uh, they go to the institutional training just for the certification sometimes. You know, they don't learn much. Of course, they learn about the academic uh, way of uh, thinking, academic way of putting it forward, and uh, academic way of uh, you know researching things like that. But still, uh, performing side. If we if we look at the performing side, uh, they will be under the uh, practice with the guru, with the eminent guru. So both are inevitable. You know, uh, in the current uh, situation, both are both are inevitable. We have to, if you want to be a dancer and if you want to be a competitive uh, dancer in this world, then you have to uh, take, I mean, you have to take the guidance of an eminent guru along with the uh, institutional training for the certificates. 
okay uh, you mentioned that there are two ways to go one is by the kseb board which is the junior senior vidwat and then the other one where we can do the bachelors in and masters in dance or music so for a student which of these two uh, would be a better route to get a grip over the subject yes actually um, when we go for a diploma or junior senior vidwat exams we learn a lot of course we learn a lot because the syllabus is quite good and the exams are you know uh, they are conducted very well especially in karnataka these exams are very very well uh, organized but um, when we go for masters degree in the university it's a different thing you know because we uh, we will learn about the research methodology we learn a lot about other treatises like natyashastra abhinay darpana sangeetaratnakara nartana nirnaya etc see in the board uh, exams where we are taking the junior senior appearing for junior senior vidwat exams we learn only the practical aspects and theory aspects are also limited though we have a uh, written paper it's it's limited but in masters degree we have uh, you know the all six papers on dance like three papers of practical three papers of theory and you know in one semester we have we have six semesters of practicing this i mean mba we consists of six semesters and in one semester mm-hmm. we go to other departments like uh, the vocal or veena or mridangam uh, we take the subject as an open elective uh, subject and uh, so we get the awareness of that subject also and at the same time we'll have a, a solo concert paper at the end of the course like maybe in fifth semester or sixth semester we have the solo concert performance solo performance and uh, which will be evaluated again and the and the end of the course like uh, sixth semester we'll have a dissertation which consists of a research it's a research okay. so uh, the student is ready for the phd course when she finishes her master's mm-hmm. degree she'll be ready for her phd course and uh, there'll be a group production like where all the classmates like all the uh, batchmates will get together to produ- product uh, to produce a, and direct a dance drama or a group choreography or anything like that wherein they learn all the things you know like the lighting stage design costume and everything and everything will be val- evaluated uh, so you know it's like it's like a different uh, thing like from junior senior vidwat is a different uh, stream and this is a, this is completely mm-hmm. a different theme to be a professional uh, dancer or a researcher or a performer or a theorist okay okay could you tell us something about your parents and your childhood were your parents very keen on letting you pursue your passion yeah <laughs> uh to be frank uh, i didn't know anything about dance and i was not you know i was a very introvert child so i didn't want to you know go to any dance practice or any any classes uh, classes as such i was not interested like and then my mother was the one who you know who encouraged me because she had practiced dance long before in uh, you know long long back uh, when she was a child in kanyangad in Kas- near kasaragod so she's from kanyangad both my parents are from kanyangad so uh, she wanted me to pursue because she couldn't do it completely and she took me to a dance class we were in mandya at that time and she took me a da- to a dance class where uh, one uh, guru somshekar used to come from mysore to teach so she took me there and i was you know i was completely blind i didn't know anything about it i was blank uh, i was an innocent uh, kid so whatever the teacher mm-hmm. taught me i used to just follow him that's it i didn't know what it was and then 3 uh, years i practiced with him he was a good teacher and then later on uh, inevitable circumstances like i have i couldn't attend his classes so i went on to uh, one shila shridhar 
so this is how it started like uh, you know it's because of my parents because uh, both my parents were interested uh, father and mother were interested in dance and music they wanted me to learn any art form okay but were they okay with uh, take uh, you taking it up as a profession yeah i uh, actually it was my father who uh, encouraged me to take up as a profession because until puc i was a science student and um, uh-huh. for degree we had to like you know i had i was i had an option of taking engineering or medical or bsc like that but uh, when i when i was in the end of uh, second year uh, pre university course uh, my father suggested me that you know uh, to take up a, da- a dance degree like ba in dance he told me about the fine arts college in mysore university and i was uh, somewhat curious and i was also interested so i thought uh, why can't i take something different like almost all of my classmates were going for engineering or medical course so i thought i should mm-hmm. go for a different course and anyways uh, by that time i i had learned i had practiced dance for many years like uh, i had finished my senior exam also so i thought okay. this would be very useful and i opted for that okay and if i'm correct you complete your phd after your marriage so was it difficult to cope with the, the family priorities your job regular job and the phd studies in addition actually um i did my vidvat when after my daughter was born and i did oh. my ma in uh, dance uh, ma in sanskrit i completed ma in sanskrit after my wa- marriage and i completed uh-huh. i did my uh, masters in dance from bangalore university after my daughter was born so everything was almost okay. after my you know wedding because uh, at that time we didn't have much facility from mandya i had to travel everywhere to practice dance from good gurus so shila shridhar used to come to mysore uh, sorry from mysore to mandya to uh, and she conducted a class there and so i could practice with her till senior or my bachelor's degree in dance so i got a gold medal in uh, bachelor's in dance and then i went to uh, you know master i wanted to do masters degree in dance but at the same time i couldn't because um, masters degree uh, was not available in mysore you know so i i took up sanskrit because sanskrit was my uh, major subject also in in degree dance vocal and sanskrit was my major subjects in uh, bachelor's degree so i took up sanskrit uh-huh. uh, 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 sanskrit ma and you know why i couldn't uh, do vidvat soon was Uh, because june when i did my junior um, you know i was in ninth standard so at that was okay. old syllabus now the syllabus is little different so when i was in ninth yes. grade i finished my junior and 10th first puc we had we have to have a gap between junior and senior exam as you know so yes. after junior i had to take a 3 years gap uh, i think that time it was 2 years gap 10th first puc mm-hmm. puc i have i could take senior and uh, as soon as i finished my degree i was busy with my degree bachelor's degree uh, as soon as i finished my degree i got married so okay. after my wedding and after my daughter was born i could do with but later uh-huh, uh-huh. so this is how you know I, almost all my qualifications are after my wedding okay but was it uh, a smooth ride madam to balance everything uh it was not but i don't know i enjoyed because uh, it was dancing <laughs> maybe that's uh, <laughs> it was my passion um and even my husband encouraged me a lot and um uh-huh. you know actually i could i had to travel a lot because we didn't have uh, um you know mobile phones at that time and uh, we didn't have mm-hmm. much facilities to travel from mysore to bangalore and uh, bangalore to chennai i used to travel uh, a lot 
um and uh, my parents and my husband both all, all of them you know they encouraged me a lot for all these things it was of course tough compared to you know the facilities these uh, these uh, students get now it was really difficult mm-hmm. for me to find a guru go in search of them and practice but of course i enjoyed it because it was my passion <laughs> okay okay you have learned three different barneys of bharatanatyam Uh, you first get trained in kalakshetra style from guru natya vishardhe shrimati sheela shridhar and then the mysore style from vidushi shrimati shakuntalamma and the tanjavur style under guru late shrimati narmada how many styles of bharatanatyam are still prominent in india today actually now you know uh, before it was prominent now it is like you know its globalization is affecting this also but it's a, it's a good change i feel uh, what i believe is i don't believe in mass different banis because you know Uh, whatever you do you do with a good angashuddhi and uh, you know it's uh, it's the good it's it's very you know okay. pleasant uh, to be watched so we should be ca- quite open minded um to you know take the good aspects from each bhani and now you know there are no such bhanis as such because uh, almost all people are taking many aspects from natyashastra as well and from different bhanis also you know they are uh, quite open minded with these things now because old in, in olden days you know these gurus wanted uh, identity like with one bhani but now it's not like that uh-huh. it's like people are learning things it's good it's a good thing okay uh, but moving forward uh, do you think uh, we will be left with just one or two a popular styles of bharatanatyam owing to the popularity of the style or the availability of the teachers uh, but i feel uh, you know go, moving forward we'll not have any banis at all we'll have only bharatanatyam okay <laughs> that's a good thing okay <laughs> okay uh-huh. all, almost we are almost like that now you know we are, uh-huh. yeah okay during a recent conversation with the eminent yakshagana artist shri mantabupadhyaya he said ಕಲಾವಿದನೊಳಗೆ ಕಲೆಯೋ ಕಲೆಯೊಳಗೆ ಕಲಾವಿದನೋ ಎರಡೂ ಸೇರಿದಾಗಲೇ ಅದೆರಡೂ ಅಲ್ಲ ಆದ್ರದೆರಡೂ ಹೌದು ವಿಚ್ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಟ್ಸ್ ಟು ವೆದರ್ ಆರ್ಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ಸೈಡ್ ಅನ್ ಆರ್ಟಿಸ್ಟ್ ಆರ್ ಆರ್ಟಿಸ್ಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ಸೈಡ್ ಅನ್ ಆರ್ಟ್ ದೆ ಬೋತ್ ಆರ್ ಒನ್ ಅಂಡ್ ದ ಸೇಮ್ ಎಟ್ ಡಿಫ್ರೆಂಟ್ ವಿಚ್ ಲೀಡ್ಸ್ ಅಸ್ ಟು ದ ಟಾಪಿಕ್ ಆಫ್ ಅದ್ವೈತ ವಿವ್ ಸೀನ್ ದ ಯುನಿಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ಭರತನಾಟ್ಯಂ ಅಂಡ್ ಯೋಗ ಈಸ್ ದರ್ ಅ ಕನೆಕ್ಷನ್ ಬಿಟ್ವೀನ್ ಭರತನಾಟ್ಯಂ ಅಂಡ್ ಅದ್ವೈತ ಫಿಲಾಸಫಿ ಯಾ ಡೆಫಿನೆಟ್ಲಿ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಯು ನೋ uh you know the rasa sutras we have seen the rasa sutras we have read about it um see when um, we are experiencing the rasa we become one even the spectator or the um, uh who is that uh, spectator he becomes one with the art form when he is watching it or when the dancer is dancing she becomes one you know she will not have any identity she will become one um so that's that leads to advaita i feel because all these marga also you know when we uh, do the alaripu i feel that when mm-hmm. when we do the alaripu it's the beginning of meditation you know uh, we are warming up warming up we are getting the warm up exercises with the um, alaripu and then we go to jagaswaram mm-hmm. which is little you know more complicated complicated uh, jatis and core ways and then you know uh see when we sit for meditation it's the same you know we can't uh, concentrate in the beginning in the beginning it's very difficult to yes. sit and uh, meditate but slowly slowly we come to you know uh, with lot of uh, uh, controversies and that kind of uh, galata inside the mind then only we get the concentration yes. that's how the this mm-hmm. marga goes you know after uh, mm-hmm. jatiswaram there comes bhakti 
uh, with shabdam so this devotion is also there while meditating because we try to meditate upon a god and this devotion is also there and then we go, go to uh, varnam varnam is you know with the feelings with the nayaka nayaki bhava or the devotion you know it's like um, the fight with the materialistic world or the desire for the materialistic materialistic world we go behind the materialistic world and things like that and then we go to padam and then you know slowly we become more spiritual more spiritual and um, mm-hmm. will come to know that we are one with the you know the uh, with the soul with soul so this is what we start realizing when we do the uh, margam and when we do the tillana we are very happy and you know like uh, uh, we have almost reached there uh, it's like that so i always feel mm-hmm. that advaita is always one with uh, bharatnatyam marga or bharatnatyam mm-hmm. i feel that that's very interesting can you elaborate a bit on how this can be applied to every dance item in the entire margam to talk about uh, the bharatanatya marga which leads to advaita philosophy or the connection between the bharatanatya marga and the advaita philosophy i will explain to you item by item which comes in the marga first of all we do alaripu in alaripu the limited self or the atma prays to the ultimate being or the unlimited self the physical body here is the vehicle of the atman or the inner self to help one set out the path of spiritual realization alaripu the initial nritta item is a prayer to god or we can say this is bhakti marga the dancer as a devotee uses elemental movements to awaken the different limbs of the body and in culminating movements proficiates to god with the whole body this awakening is said to be the blossoming of the body and is symbolically compared to the blooming of lotus flower that is why we call it as alaripu which means blossoming next comes jatiswara which is a pure nritta item nritta item is called a pure dance number for it lays the foundation to perceive pure consciousness and therefore a bharatanatyam artist can get in touch with one's inner self or embodied being like a yogi through his practice of meditation here i would like to uh, quote some you know spiritual aspects which is given to us by our seniors the center line or the vertical meridian of the body represents the direction of the pull of gravity this center line is where the chakras are you know we stand in aramandi the basic posture of bharatanatyam is aramandi automatically the aramandi posture helps concentrate on the chakras the effect of concentration on the chakras has been well explained by the yoga practitioners when the chakras are concentrated upon the coiled energies are evoked the energies spread through the body the angular triangular and circular dance patterns in bharatanatyam end in angular and triangular postures hastas or mudras lock the energies in the body preventing their escape through outstretched hands thus the body creates an electrical space spherical the dancer makes a purified sanctum around himself or herself where the spirit meets its original source here in this space the devotee or the dancer communicates with god the dancer makes a purified sanctum around himself or herself where the spirit meets its original 
source. Next comes Shabdam. Shabdam is completely an item for Bhakti. The theme is evolution of the self on the path of spiritual goal. In Shabdam, the dancer interprets words and verses of devotion through Abhinaya. Here, the devotee expresses his devotion which leads to the realization of inner self. Although there is a diversity around us, all are united by the same human values and emotions. Through Bhakti, the dancer can realize that he is surrounded by Maya. This is what is represented by represented in Shabdam through the Bhakti Marga. Here comes Varnam, Padam and Javli. The soul to achieve salvation must first exhaust its potentialities through action. It must survive earthly manifestations or it should have, you know, it should experience the daily activities in the Bhava, Bhava Loka or Bhava Sagara. It is necessary that one understands life, its source and value of existence which can be done only by living through it. Thus, the soul has to undergo actions, emotions and feelings while experiencing various relationships once life offers and pass through the principles of Purushartha, Dharma, Artha, Kama and Moksha. Dharma and Moksha have to support and guide all human activities. The art of Abhinaya through Varnam, Padam and Javli in Bharatnatyam portrays actions and reactions which are the outcome brought about by various relationships one gets into experience. The Padams and Javlis constitute the larger part of the traditional repertoire where the strength and frailties of human beings are to be dealt with. Varnam points out that only through love, devotion and surrender to God or Bhakti Marga can one attain salvation. In Padams, Javlis and Ashtapadis, there are so many human emotions displayed. The Navarasas come into play. Even so, underlying idea in Padams also is to be taken as Jivatma's yearning for union with Paramatma or the yearning for self-realization. The dancer portrays the Naika as awaiting as awaiting the Naika's arrival, like how we see in Dari Juchu, Chunnadi, Padam, or he or she could express his or her wish to stay at his feet forever and remember him always or surrender to God. In Indendu Vachitivira, the dancer or the devotee or the Jivatma shows anger for his infidelity. So these kind of regular activities or the regular emotions, whatever we experience in life is very important before we go for self-realization. So that is what is shown in Padam, Javlis and Ashtapadis and even in Varnams, in some Shringara Varnams because all these emotions and feelings of human beings which he experiences in the daily life is very important before he realizes or before he goes for self-realization. Next comes Tilana. Tilana is essentially the expression of joy. Tilana expresses the happiness of the devotee as a certain promise of union has been obtained or it represents the bliss experienced by a devotee through self-realization. So the movements in Tilana are very fast with lot of excitement and happiness. The energy levels are increased to fortify the purified sanctum. So next comes Shloka. Shloka refre reflects, you know, 
the vedanta philosophy it is a simple devotional verse a prayer to lord or a complete surrender to lord is shown in this shlokam one becomes that ultimate being realized by self mangalam the last item of the margam is mangalam this is you know to thank the god or his divine vision and pray that his beautiful image thus should eternally be perceived in the mind of the devotees throughout their worldly existence we can see that jivatma becomes paramatma with the self realization he becomes one and you know jivatma is always in ignorance he doesn't he doesn't have the knowledge that he is paramatma hence with all the experiences in the day to day life he becomes one with the paramatma or he realizes that he himself is paramatma so jivatma and paramatma are not the two different things they are one this is realized at the end of the bharatanatya marga or the, this is the relation between the advaita philosophy and bharatanatya marga has folk art influenced the classical dance forms uh yes yes it has influenced but not much because we have the shastra we have the shastra where mm-hmm. we follow only the shastra uh shastra is nothing but the rules whatever our uh, seniors have given us so this shastra is there so we don't uh, you know get much in influenced by the folk uh, uh, forms but still we take some of the you know beautiful aspects which are inside our which can be comp- uh, you know um, implemented inside uh, within our shastra so this some moments we get different moments these kind of moments we take practically uh and uh, we implement but not much maybe a few percentage no. of uh, uh, influences there we listen to fusion music a lot these days so has fusion music added any value to the classical elements especially with the music accompaniments which are added does it in any way alter the classical structure of the dance actually uh, you know traditionalists don't agree with this kind of fusion music but still Uh, the youngsters are very happy with the fusion music and at the same time i what i feel is with the fusion music with this kind of uh, you know uh, experimenting maybe youngsters get influenced and get, youngsters uh, can realize uh, how deep is our uh, traditional art form you know that is one thing mm-hmm. and uh, for dance i think uh, many of them many of the dancers are using fusion music nowadays uh, it it attracts the mass it attracts the mass actually you know because nowadays um, sahridaya is different you know in in uh, olden days that sahridaya was the one who knew everything about classical dance form or classical music form now the sahridaya is different you know uh, we can expect uh, we can't expect the same kind of people uh, or a gathering here in, for a dance performance so to mm-hmm. attract everyone or to make everyone happy this is really successful with the fusion music and things like that but when we go with the tradition um, we should we should stick on to the tradition i feel and uh, maybe we have to choose the music or the dance uh, to be performed uh, looking at the sahridayas like looking at the gathering how it is uh, is there a definition on uh, what we consider as classical or non classical dance forms uh, uh i didn't get you like uh, yes uh, uh, like uh, today we use fusion music and we kind of combine we call it contemporary yes, kind of uh, yes. dance mm. Mm, so is there uh, is there a definition based on the texts uh, saying uh, a classical dance must comprise of a nritta natya yes. abhinaya etc yes of course of course yeah 
ऑफ कोर्स बिकॉज क्लासिकल डांस आई टू एज आई टोल्ड यू क्लासिकल डांस इज शास्त्रोक्त शास्त्रोक्त इज लाइक वॉट एवर इज टोल्ड इन द शास्त्र इज टू बी इंप्लीमेंटेड इन दिस क्लासिकल डांस सो वेन वी यू नो वेन वी डाइवर्ट अवर्ट्स अवर सेल्स अ लिटिल इट माइट अट्रैक्ट द यंगस्टर्स इट माइट अट्रैक्ट द मासिस एंड इट माइट यू नो मेक दैम लुक एट आर आर्ट फॉर्म्स लुक एट आर क्लासिकल आर्ट फॉर्म्स बट स्टिल tradition is a tradition so when we go with the marga it should be traditional and it should be like shastrokta whatever is told in the shastra that is there okay okay you also teach dance to students yes uh, could you tell us a bit about your academy and what you teach and the teaching methods yeah yeah sure use? sure i really enjoy teaching and uh, i have uh, lots of students in mandya and mysore and uh, we also okay. organize uh, you know uh, dance workshops in sulia uh sulia we have a we have a farm uh, so in uh, during vacations we take students there and from the village also from the, that particular village also the students comes come and they uh, you know practice dance like uh, from morning 5 to evening 9 uh, night 9 o'clock late night also they practice Uh, so it's like a vigorous workshop in amidst the nature uh-huh. um so these kind of things we do and uh, regular class is like you know we have regular classes in mysore and mandya and all students are you know uh, they are very good and very active uh, the way they learn now the youngsters you know it's really good to see them because uh, even they get a lot of encouragement from their parents also before it, it used to be you know uh very difficult to get a yes from the from our parents but now it's not like that the parents take the children and come to our dance classes and sure. my dance class is named as gurudev academy of fine arts because we were the uh, you know uh, we were the devotees of chinmaya mission so chinmaya and okay. swami chinmayananda was called gurudev so my father mm-hmm. uh, suggested me to keep my institution name as uh, gurudev academy of fine arts um so uh-huh. it's uh, you know uh, it started uh, 25 years ago like uh, 19 uh, 94 it started 94 95 it started okay. so it's 25 years this is our silver jubilee year actually uh, and okay. congratulations uh, thank you <laughs> actually we were uh, organizing monthly series program for the silver jubilee program a silver jubilee year uh-huh. for celebrating the silver jubilee year but uh, you know due, due to lockdown we stopped in the middle so now we are again okay. continuing this program we want to continue the program uh-huh. uh it's a wonderful thing to be with the children and uh, you know i give them um, training for uh, with the theory theory aspects tala aspects and dance from the beginning you know when they come mm-hmm. and start their uh, practice i just give them one class of one uh, hour of uh, practice like adavu exercise and everything the second hour i'll give them with the tala give them a practice with the tala the third hour i'll give give them the theory practice and uh, every child will be uh, you know practicing the theory aspects like the hastas and everything with the shlokas only so it will be easy for them to appear for the exams later so i make them uh, say the shlokas so always you know sanskrit is uh, is very important for dancer you know it makes us easy to remember things like uh, remember the order of the tala remember the order of the hastas it's it makes us easy yes. so that is how i teach them and uh, you know we mm-hmm. perform also often we perform okay. so all are happy and we are also happy we make a family just like the you know um, gurukul kind of uh, family we make we are we are, we are quite happy <laughs> uh, being together okay. practicing together mm-hmm. 
nice uh, but do your students also take the dance uh, exams yes yes many of my students have uh, you, uh, regularly my students appear for junior senior vidvat exams apart from this uh-huh. many of my students have uh-huh. done their masters in the university masters degree in the university uh, and some of them have got the gold medals also and they have their own institutions in bangalore mysore mangalore uh, us and you know many places they are settled in and still we are in touch uh-huh. like you know it's just like a family <laughs> we are still in uh, okay. touch with each other and you know they come they perform we go and you know we get together to uh, to celebrate to celebrate dance i can say <laughs> what's your advice to the listeners of indian entrepreneur um you know um what i feel is this is my personal uh, feeling i feel that mm-hmm. uh, you know art is very spiritual especially the classical dance and music you know it's very spiritual it leads to our uh, you know spiritual heights so uh, we should have a very healthy thinking uh, we should never go you know for the fame and name of course the fame and name comes when we work to work uh, very well but still we should work for the spiritual heights like uh, we should take the children take the students also along with us with us with us in the spiritual path and you know this is a this is such a uh, deep uh, journey where we have to practice for years years and years and we have to correct ourselves along with that uh, so i feel we should be more broad minded we should be you know there should be very good competition between us and very good relationship between the dancers and uh, the, the open mindedness to learn uh, many things from others this is what i mm-hmm. feel so thank you very much uh, dr chetna yeah <laughs> so i was really happy to be with you all uh, because you know uh, this is what i think because we have to exchange ideas and we have to you know take many things from others and we have to give many things for others like this so this is a nice uh, program and i'm i'm very happy to be with you all uh, thank you thank you very much yeah, thank you So I hope this interview with Dr Chetana Radhakrishna was insightful and helps you to choose a path that suits you Do not forget to subscribe to our podcast For more information log on to our website kalatapasya.com We'll catch up soon on our next episode where we shall be bringing more interesting stories from performing artists of Indian classical art forms 